This is an All Ears English podcast, number 196, how to use spreadsheets to maximize your English learning. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation with your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Gabby Wallace, the language angel from Boston, USA. In today's episode, we have Jane Lawson from Daily Step. Jane is going to share two awesome tips to maximize your English learning and one third tip to show you how to use spreadsheets to improve your English. Hey guys, if you want to get fluent in English, there's two main steps. First, you have to listen to a lot of English, and you're doing that by listening to the All Ears English podcast, so congratulations, you're halfway there. The second step, the most effective way to get fluent in English is to speak English. You have to start practicing, and I recommend that you find a native English speaker to practice with and to learn from. Now, I've found a great website where you can do that. It's italki. And for a limited time only, if you come to allearsenglish.com slash italki, you can get 10 US dollars to use on italki services like English lessons from professional teachers. So check it out at allearsenglish.com slash italki. That's I-T-A-L-K-I. Can you give me an update on that conversation service? Sure, Gabby. So we actually have decided not to create the conversation service here at All Ears English, but you guys have continued to ask us where you can practice your conversation. And we have some awesome ideas for you over on our resources page. Also, you guys have asked us where you can practice your vocabulary, get TOEFL help, IELTS help. Go over to allearsenglish.com slash resources and find all your answers there. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Gabby. What's happening today? <laughs> Oh, not much. How are you? I'm feeling awesome because today we have a very special guest. We have English teacher Jane Lawson from dailystep.com. Welcome, Jane. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Gabby. Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate that. My pleasure. Yeah, we're so excited. So you have an awesome website over there at dailystep.com, teaching lots of students at all levels, I guess, as I understand. Is that right? Yes, we teach all levels, uh, beginner to advanced, and um, we keep a. We just give a short little lesson every day, a good achievable amount that you can you can really finish and feel that you've learned it properly. That's Very our, cool. Very cool. Yeah. So I want to know about your philosophy for language learning. Like, you know, you build this great website, have lots of people that are learning over there. But what's the philosophy? What are the what are the three core tips that you could possibly offer our audience as ways to maximize their learning? Our learners are working hard and they want to know some some tips some great ways to do it. What 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 do you think they can do, Jane? Okay, well, I would say um, 
One of my top tips that I found very useful when learning language myself, learning language um, French or Spanish, and I found it really helps my students in English as well, is uh, learning to think in English. And that sounds uh, like a bit of a pie in the sky, like something's very quite hard to do on a daily basis. But I think um, one way you can do this is by talking to yourself yeah. aloud or in your head as you're either walking around the house or down the road or looking at the television or, mm -hmm. you know. So, for example, if I was speaking to myself now, I would say um, mm -hmm. I'm sitting here in front of my laptop speaking with the lovely Lindsay and Gabby from all this <laughs> English podcast. Mm -hmm. I've got a microphone in front of me. I'm wearing some headphones. You know, just very, very simple stuff. But That's you realise that um, you realise then that you're having to speak at the same speed that you're doing something or thinking something mm. and it really highlights gaps in your vocabulary as well yeah. even very mm. simple things like uh you know I'm just um going into the kitchen to make a cup of tea I'm pouring water from the kettle you know mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. simple mm -hmm. stuff like that mm -hmm. you suddenly think oh what's the word how, how would I say that you know oh, uh, yeah. a very simple thing even at advanced level I think that can be a helpful tip and um you can also do it while watching the tv you can try and describe aloud what you what you're seeing. I love um, this. I yeah, love yeah. this, Jane. This is fantastic it's, because this is totally free. It doesn't cost any money to think exactly, in English. <laughs> exactly. It's totally free. And you can play games with yourself as well. You can pretend you're a detective watching yourself uh -huh. or you can, you know, all kinds of silly things you can do. But yeah. um, you, you've got to try not to speak. I mean, some of my students who do this say, oh, I suddenly found myself speaking aloud on the train, you know, under my breath because they're trying to, uh, you know, describe people they can see, for mm. example. So you've got to be careful that you don't look like the crazy person on the train. <laughs> yeah. But um, it does help. It does help. Yeah, that's one, a wonderful way to make English part of your everyday life. Yeah. Just to bring it in to your everyday life, to your thoughts, just describing, or even I could imagine thinking about your plans, you know, talking to yourself about exactly. what you're going yeah. to do. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So like what, also, what am I going to do today? What am I, what did yeah. I do yesterday? Just, yeah. it's really important to keep speaking, to keep the words mm -hmm. coming out of your mouth, because I think one thing that um, really is the difficult part about even at advanced level, if you say you're sitting with a group of native speakers uh, and they're all chatting away fast and the conversation's jumping from place to place and then you want to chip in and say what you've got to say in the conversation, keeping your mind at the same speed as everything's happening in a foreign language is really, really difficult. Oh, yeah. You know, right. because you might think five minutes later, oh, I should have said, oh, I wanted to say, you know, <laughs> then the conversation's completely moved on, so it's too late. Yeah. Oh, I think we so, all know what that feels like, don't we, when yeah. we learn yeah. languages. It's humiliating. Yeah. 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 Oh. Even in English, it happens to me sometimes. But, oh, um, yeah. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. It happens to everyone. Yeah. yeah. I guess this is really just a habit, isn't it? And, and we've talked about this before. It's like, how do students develop that habit? Because it's the difference. It's just something you just tell yourself to do every day. But how do you get over that barrier to where it becomes a natural habit? To well, think I, in English. Uh, yeah, I think this can help help to make it a natural habit because it's very easy yeah. to do. As you say, it's free. You can do it when you're getting up in the morning and putting your clothes on or getting ready for work or whatever you're doing. You know, it's, a, it's an but easy it, habit to make. 
It's it's a choice though, isn't it? Because we naturally do this in our native language. So it's a choice to make that shift because at first you're not going to be able to think in English or in another language as quickly as you do in your native language. So it's going to be more difficult at, at first, but it will be a great choice. Yeah, yeah. that's a good that. point. I think it really is a choice. You're right. Huh. Mm. Yeah, awesome. Sorry, Jane. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I was going to say it does get easier. It does get easier. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And then you'll start to dream in English Ooh. or in your second language because those <laughs> those thoughts will become more and more natural. And all of a sudden, you're going to be having, uh, you know, English two for one in, when you're awake <laughs> and sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, yeah. 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 So what's the second thing that students can do to maximize their learning? So far we have think in English. And what would be the second thing? Um, well, the second thing, I think it's very important to get things with transcripts where you have the audio and the transcript at the same time. Mm-hmm. It could be um, an online audio lesson. It could be an audio book or it could be you can get movie scripts for your favorite movies Mm -hmm. or tv programs um there are some good websites where you can download the scripts Mm -hmm. and um try and speak along with the script so this is to do with learning to speak at the same speed as the native speaking people do whether you know as the english speaking people do and this helps um both speaking and listening, because, of course, yes. if if English isn't your first language, you always hope that everybody's going to speak clearly and slowly and you're going to <laughs> be able to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we know that's not true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, the words all run together, don't they? Sometimes yes. words are missed out. Sometimes yeah. um, people use the wrong grammar. Sometimes, you know, there's all different kinds of ways uh, that English is difficult to understand. So I think if you can learn to try and speak along with a script, mm-hmm. um, then you're learning. Once you can speak at the same speed or approximately the same speed as native speakers, or at least try so that you can see how the language fits together and which words you can't hear in that mm-hmm. speech, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it starts to fit together when you hear people speaking. You, it doesn't sound so fast anymore. Yeah. So um, this is a way to connect the absolutely. dots with what you hear to what is real in the language, what's yeah. really happening. Yeah. So, so you know, as I said, if you have a favorite movie or a favorite book, you can buy audio books. You can also get online audio lessons. You know, we provide them. Other sites provide them. That There's audio lessons with scripts. Very important yeah. uh, way to... And you can also get free stuff as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, lots of uh, newspapers, for example, might have a, a podcast and a script That's or something right. goes with it. So mm, very yeah. cool. And I just have to jump in here and let our listeners know. They know if they want a transcript for this episode, they can go to allearsenglish.com slash conversations just to jump that, add that in there. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So that so so your listeners could try speaking along with us. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have a lot of listeners who try to do that. You know, they really, they're creative in the way they use the transcripts. And I've noticed that the best students definitely do that. They take the initiative and they sit down with the transcripts and the the listening piece. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. So Jane, what's your third tip? Well, I think my third tip is a very traditional, really, tip. It's uh, 
you do have to keep a record of the vocabulary and the phrases and the phrasal verbs and idioms that you learn that are new for you. I think it's a good idea to keep um, something like a spreadsheet and um, add, you know, just copy paste them into a uh, into a spreadsheet from could be from the podcast vocabulary or 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 an audio lesson or something that you find and just paste you know categorize them according to phrasal verb or topic or idiom or mm. something mm. so if you put if rather than the traditional um little vocabulary book that you write things down in mm-hmm. um if you keep them in a in a spreadsheet you you can revisit them you know it's quite difficult to keep all of this new vocabulary mm. phrases idioms and phrasal verbs that come into your life from all all kinds of different sources mm-hmm. to, to actually realize how much you know what is your active vocabulary mm. and your passive vocabulary mm. you know mm. your active vocabulary obviously is what you can say, what you can think of at the right time, at the right place to say, your passive vocabulary being what you understand, but Mm. you might not be confident enough or know it quite well enough to use. Um, I think it's important to to actually write it down, you know, either in a book or or better, I think, in a spreadsheet, because a spreadsheet is sortable, copyable, pasteable. You know, you can put all the idioms together. You can put all the language Mm -hmm to do with business together or you could put everything you learnt in October together or you could you know yeah. you could sort it in different ways and mm. um because some um, phrasal verbs and things are so similar you know the the particle might be in a different place and the meaning might change mm-hmm. it's quite important to kind of keep a track of what the grammar of these things actually is mm. I, I think grammar can be a bit of a some sometimes a bit of a dirty word (laughs) it can be be. you know everyone says oh you don't need to worry about the grammar but you do really but Mm. you know not without getting too paralyzed yeah when it changed the meaning when the meaning changes then of course you need to know that right yeah exactly yeah so um obviously you know english learning has moved on we don't suggest sitting poring over grammar books anymore but mm-hmm. just keeping a track of the the you know the way that idioms and phrasal verbs and structures are put together mm. will just make um your english well it would it'll make you understand more english and obviously be able to use it better because you can just read through your spreadsheet every now and then or print off a page of it have a look through oh yes i remember yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. great for review really yeah. good for review yeah i like this jane because it's methodical right yeah and yeah. also it's a way to build momentum i think momentum is huge you know when i work on my business i like to write out all the actions that i've completed in a big chart and then i can see a week later all the things that are done and that makes me feel super motivated so i think this yes. could work for students too they can go oh i know that i know that i know that yeah Right. Exactly. It's a momentum yeah. builder. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a way to actually see your own progress over time. It's not taking a test, but it's deeper than that because you're seeing exactly how many words and phrases that you've learned since you started taking notes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Wow. Very Great. cool. So just to recap, I'm just going to summarize what you've told us today. Um, so your first tip is to think in English more often, right? So yeah. thinking of describing objects around you, describing what you're doing, even dreaming in English if you can, as we added on, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and the way to do that is 
talking aloud as much as possible while you're thinking. Right. Okay, so, perfect. Yeah. So that's an important part, right? Talking aloud yeah. and also thinking. Perfect. Yeah. Saying um, what you're thinking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. And then we also said it's important to use transcripts when you're listening um, to audio. So you want to use that sometimes with movies, TV shows, or even uh, listening activities online that you're using to learn English. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you mentioned that you should keep a record, keep a spreadsheet. This is a new approach that I haven't heard before, but I like it. I like how methodical it is um, of the words that you actually know and group them out according to phrasal verbs and different grammar terms and different types of vocabulary words. Is that right? Yes, I think so. And then you can always highlight ones that you find it hard to remember. You might take off some that you think you know 100 percent. Yeah, that, those are my Love it. Love it. Thanks so much, Jane, for letting us know. Now, where can our listeners find you online if they want to check out your work and see what you have to offer over there? Well, um, my website is dailystep.com. We're based in London, but we do lessons in British and American English. In fact, also the differences between the two, which is quite interesting. That is interesting. For us us and our students. (laughs) And um, yeah, so so that's, we, we do regular blogs as well. Uh, one of our recent ones was actually how to think in English. So a little bit of help on there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we, we, we do we do regular daily audio lessons for people to speak along with. So Excellent. I guess my tips that I've given you are also part of the philosophy of my teaching that comes through on our website too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for coming by today and letting us oh, know how we can maximize our English learning. That's fantastic. Yeah. Great <laughs> tips. Thank you, Jane. Thank you oh. so much, Jane. Have oh. a great day. You too. Thank you so much for inviting me. Take care. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. If you want to put your ears into English, more often, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.